Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the ABCs of Getting Out of the Bag. My name is Ty Johnson, and I want to welcome you to our podcast as we continue to talk about the attributes of different attitudes and personality that can keep us stuck in a bag. We're continuing with the letter D, and today we're going to be talking about doubt. D for doubt. Seeds of doubt grow into a forest of delay. It can cause us to miss out on so many opportunities because we doubt our know-it-all, we doubt our ability, we doubt our talents, we doubt the fact that we can be successful. And this could keep us in a cycle of starting but never finishing. It is important that we Do not allow ourselves to become stagnant because we're doubting the capabilities and the different opportunities that God has presented to us. So many times things are ringing so loudly in our hearts, but because of the sound of doubt, they're drowned out and many times die away. It's important that we're able to identify doubt and to combat it with our faith. There's a quote that says, doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. How could you ever succeed if you never start? Oftentimes, doubt comes in to tell you that you're too old, that you're too young, that you, you've you missed your chance, that there's no way you could do it. No one in your family has ever done anything like this. You don't know anybody that has achieved such a thing. How could you go about it? But you have to know that you can. Yes, you can. If God put something in your heart, he didn't put it in there for it to just torture you. But he put it in there so that you would begin to pursue it. You may not have all of the answers in the beginning, but if you put one foot forward, the next will follow and the next. It's one step at a time. But if you don't put that foot forward because of doubt, you will never see the end. You would never see what the outcome could be. Doubt has a way of crippling us to a place where we never start, or even if we start, we stop before we can succeed. How many times have you had an idea? You were excited about it, but as soon as you started moving towards it, something happened. You start saying, well, what about this and what about that? And then the next thing you know, you talked yourself out of, out of it. Not just that, but what about the people around you? That's also important. If you're around a lot of people that live in a state of doubt, don't you know that doubt is contagious and it will spread to you? It'll spread to your vision. It'll more times than not, many people stop because of the doubt of others. Others speaking that, hey, why don't you play it safe? You should keep that job that you hate. And don't worry about starting that business because that's not a sure thing. What in life is sure? (laughs) You need to make sure that you're pursuing your purpose with passion so that even when doubt comes in, your passion will override it because you 
understand that God didn't give you the vision, nor did he give you the purpose that you may fail. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and to give you an expected end. What is that expectation? Not your expectation, but God's expectation for your life is to fulfill the purpose for whence he created you. So it's important that we get off of this thing of doubting ourselves. God believes in you. Why don't you believe in yourself? There are so many people that are rooting for you that you don't even know. A lot of times we see the haters, but what about focusing on those that support us, that speak life into our vision, speak life instead of doubt? It's very imperative. Silence the doubt. Silence the naysayers. If somebody says something that's contrary to the direction you're going in, silence that and move on. Get all of that negativity out of your life because it will choke the life out of you. Very important. We're going to be talking today about the five seeds that breed doubt and how to uproot them. The five seeds that breed doubt and how to uproot them. Number one is delay. Delay. When we start something and it seems as if it's been delayed, like there's a holdup, there's been a glitch in the process, sometimes it can make us begin to question whether or not we're called to it, whether or not we're supposed to be doing that. And we could start to feel as if, you know, um, maybe I shouldn't, maybe this was a mistake. And that delay will allow will cause us to miss out on our opportunities but don't look at delay as a denial delay could also be setting you up for a greater opportunity delay could be building the character that you need to go to the next level delay could be actually setting up the perfect opportunity for you instead of you taking something lesser when you deserve more. So we don't look at delay as a denial. We don't look at delay as something to um, continue to be uh, causing more and more doubt to our vision. Let's look at the word of God, Habakkuk 2 and 3. The Bible says, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end, it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. So the word of God tells you right there that when God gives you a vision, it's not going to happen immediately. It's not just going to Uh, just appear. Sometimes, yes, some things come quickly to us, but oftentimes they do not. You have the vision and then you have to go through the process. The problem is that many times in the process, doubt seeps in. But here the word of God is telling you, do not allow that to happen. It says at the end, at the end of the process, at the end of the waiting, the the vision is going to come to pass. It will speak, meaning it's going to manifest. It's going to show forth all those things that you were hoping, that you were wishing and praying, that you saw yourself driving that car, living in that house, having that husband, having that wife, having those children, having that business. You saw that, but it doesn't look like it because there's no prospect in sight. However, if you hold fast, this vision will speak, meaning that it's going to speak for you. It's not what you say. The vision itself is going to be telling your testimony because people will be able to see it with their own eyes. It said it's not 
not going to lie. It's going to be exactly what it said it would be. It said, though it tarry, meaning though it seems delayed, though it seems like you're waiting, it says, wait for it. Now, when I look at the word wait, it's more than just sitting there and and being quiet with your hands crossed. Oh, I'm hoping it's coming. Wait also means serve. When you go to a restaurant, when you go to a restaurant, you have someone called the waiter. What is the waiter doing? The waiting is serving you. So here the word of God is saying, serve the vision. Serve it so that you can grow it so that it's surely come on now. Listen to what I'm saying. Serve that vision. You cannot bring that vision to pass without serving it. Serve the vision so that it will come to pass. And it said, when you wait for it, when you serve it, it will surely come. It will not tarry. So it's very important that we understand that in the process, there is a process. It may seem like a delay, but it's called the process. Why don't you switch that word delay for process? It's a part of the process to getting to your expected end. The second seed that can breed um, doubt is disappointment disappointment. And I like to look at disappointment as uh, really oftentimes what it is, is misappointment. We put our hope and trust in people, things, circumstances, and situations that we should not. The only person that we can put our trust and hope in fully is Almighty God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oftentimes we are disappointed because we've misappointed our trust. And it's very important that we trust in the Lord. The Bible says, trust in the Lord. We can't trust in individuals. We trust in the Lord to cause all things to work out for our good. Um, There is a certain kind of trust we have for people, but that trust that is in the depths of your soul, that goes into the Lord. And oftentimes we're disappointed, we're hurt um, and crushed, and that's life. Uh, All of us, I've been disappointed before. Um, These are things that happen, but we can't allow that to cause us to question the purposes and the plans on our life by Almighty God. When we're disappointed, that let that disappointment lead you in a direction into the right opportunity to bring forth the fulfillment of what God has for your life, not the end of it. Look at uh, Proverbs 15:22. Proverbs 15:22. It says, "Without counsel, purposes are disappointed." Without counsel, purposes are disappointed. That means that our very purpose can be disappointed without wisdom, without the right counsel. And and we have to use wisdom in where we're putting our trust. Don't let it be misappointed. It says, but in the multitude of counselors, they are established. Meaning when you have people speaking, not doubt, but faith, wisdom, and all of these things in your life, your purpose is established. That's powerful. This will cause you to understand why it's important that we submit one to another. Especially make sure that who you're submitting to is definitely rooted and um, founded in God and that they are speaking God's word into your life because God's word is the thing that's going to bring forth your purpose. But it's very important that we understand that counsel establishes our purpose. Counsel establishes our purpose, but we can receive disappointment when we don't receive the right counsel. So I would encourage you when doubt is trying to seep in and disappointment is coming, that we look for the word of God in that area so that God can 
correct our focus and understand that that disappointment, again, is not a denial. That disappointment is not saying that this thing does not belong to you, but what it's saying is let's refocus. Let's refocus. Let's get people in circumstances that are conducive to our purpose around us instead of listening to outside voices that have no comprehension or maybe no support for what it is that we're doing. Um, the third the third um, seed here is degradation or being degraded. Um, sometimes we do this to ourselves. Sometimes we talk down about ourselves. Oh, I'm I'm too big. I'm too small. I'm too fat. I'm too ugly. I'm not educated enough. And we degrade ourselves. And this causes more and more doubt. This causes more and more doubt of us ever being able to achieve our dreams and achieve our goal, not to mention outside forces of people that will come into your life to make you feel inadequate, make you feel not enough. You need to be able to pour the word of God into yourself that you're able to speak against every negative connotation that comes against you, everything that does not line up with the word of God on what God says about you. You must know what the Lord says about you so you can combat every form of degradation that will come your way, whether it's from within yourself or whether it's from others, whether it's the enemy whispering in your voice through yourself or whether he's whispering in your ear through others. It's very, 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 very important that you're able to combat that. And the only way you can combat that is to know the word of God and what God says above you, about you. God says you're above only. God says you're the head and not the tail. God says great things about you. You are his beloved. You are the apple of his eye. You are loved, hallelujah, with a supernatural love. So it's very important that you're able to combat the negativity with the word of God and what it is that God says about you. Let's quickly move on to the fourth seed. The fourth seed is denial itself. Denial. Now, this is so powerful to get an understanding. Just because someone says no does not mean it's an eternal no. Because when God says yes, nobody can say no. So when people are saying no, it just means they're not the way. They're not the path. It's not supposed to happen in that way or through that person. The way that God has ordained for you is going to definitely be a yes. There are many people, if you follow um, all of the people we look up to, different celebrities, ministers, pastors, um, doctors, they had several denials, I'm sure, when they were trying to um, get that deal, when they were trying to solidify loans, when they were trying to get things, I'm sure that people said no. I've had people tell me no, but it will not create a doubt in my mind to make me think that it is a denial from Almighty God. You have to know within yourself that that no is not the end. It is simply leading you to the path of your yes. Don't give up because someone or something said no. It's a denial, but it is not the finite end. It is only leading you in the path of your yes. No does not mean never. 
The no's are a blessing too. Embrace them. They lead you again. They lead you away from the wrong paths and to the right ones. Be able to be thankful for the no's in your life because they will force you to your yes. I want you to embrace that. Don't allow it to create doubt, but allow it to energize you to find your yes. Hallelujah. Thank you. And then let's go to the last one. Five. Number five is defeat. Number five is defeat. Yes, there will be defeats in this life, but they are not final either. They may be the small battles, but they are not the war. Hallelujah. Get back up. Um, Donnie McClurkin used to sing a song, we fall down, but we get up. Yes, you might have missed it today, but that doesn't mean you have to miss it tomorrow. That doesn't mean you have to miss it in the next moment. It's a defeat for the moment, but it is not a denial of your life. You need to be able to say, no, 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 no. I tried this. I've been designing for this long and they didn't give me, they didn't award me the contract. That's okay. They're not the only people that are awarding contracts. Amen. You need to continue to get up and pursue. Even if you fail one time, two times, three times, you are not a failure. Hallelujah. You are more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. You have so much to offer. Get back up. Get back up. The Bible says in Romans 8, 37, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. You have the victory in Christ Jesus. You don't have to stay down. You may fall down, but don't stay down. Get up. These things defeat. It will make you begin to doubt your ability. If you run a race and you come in last, sometimes it's hard to get back on that starter line in those starting blocks to hear that gun go off. Mentally, it's telling you you're going to lose again. But I'm telling you, when that gun goes off, your determination should be last time wasn't my time, but this time is my time. I'm going hard and I'm going to go for it. Don't allow doubt to cripple you, to keep you smothered, to choke the life out of you, choke the life out of your dreams and your vision. Speak life to them. I will be successful. I will have that dream that God has been showing me. I will have that family. I will have that that job or that business. I will have those things to be able to help my family. I will be able to do it. Defeat cannot cause you to be eternally denied. It does not mean it will never happen. All it means is it's building muscle. Can you believe that? Every time you fail, it should make you go back to the starting block and do it again. And it should make you practice more and more and more so that you will be successful on the next time and the next time and the next time. Don't let defeat cause you to doubt your purpose. Don't let defeat cause you to think that you were not called, that you were not equipped, that you were not, you know, this is not destined for you. Whatever God has shown you, that thing embrace. Don't embrace the doubt. Embrace the vision. Cause those things that be not as though they were by speaking them into existence. Hallelujah. Begin to speak what you see and not what you feel. Begin to speak what you know in your heart to be true that God has said about you by the word of God. God instead of what you've heard about you. Hallelujah. I want you to be encouraged today to go out in war against doubt. Hallelujah. How do you war against doubt? You war against doubt by your faith. Faith in almighty God. 
faith in his word and faith in the person that he's called you to be. I want to encourage you today to dig deep into the word of God, to understand the essence of the greatness that resides in you. God is faithful to bring you to your expected end. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak to everyone under the sound of my voice that you come in right now, Father. Every seed of doubt be uprooted out of their life in the name of Jesus for your namesake, for your glory, that they may be propelled into their destiny that they may walk boldly, boldly into the places that you've destined them to be. And we give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. In Jesus' matchless name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast, The ABCs of Getting Out of the Bag. If you were blessed, please share this with someone else. You can also check us out on the World Wide Web at www.chick.com in a bag.com. We have so much material for you and we look forward to seeing you again. God bless and have a great one. Bye-bye.